Welcome. This talk was recorded at Insight LA in Long Beach. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit us at InsightLA.org. Welcome, everyone, again. It's good to see everyone and be here together in Sangha. Something I think I will never take for granted, or hopefully won't. Our topic today, Casey and I um, are here to talk about gratitude and generosity. And we are celebrating our Sangha. And um, those of you who have given quite a bit of service over the years, uh, relentless service and, and have uh, endured <laughs> the difficulties of giving service to a meditation group. It's not always so easy. So there are so many people to thank and to acknowledge Today, particularly, we wanted to acknowledge some old timers, and most of you are here, uh, who, who really show up weekly and give hours and hours of your time freely. Yeah, I, I would just like to say that we are all doing equal parts. So in that, in that same way, with that said, um, a sangha is like, it's like an organism, you know, it, all, of the, all the parts are functioning and they're all important. And, and so I also want to acknowledge everybody, like in, in, in the most sincere way, like if we, if we show up one time to one Sunday set uh, or Saturday or 7 p.m. or 7 a.m., that, that's incredible. It's incredible support for, for one another. It's been interesting. I've been able to to do weekly sits with University of Irvine um, staff, you know, from all different departments, and they have these. They have them every day, and I've been uh, leading on Fridays, and these, you know, quote unquote non Dharma people. They want to show up to support one another. It's like this very natural thing. So they've been showing up and now, you know, um, actually um, one of them actually is, you know, comes to our, our, our sits now, but it's really cool to see this natural tendency to sit in a, in a group for all the reasons that we, that we do it, <laughs> that um, for the accountability and the connection and, the ongoing learning and the support. And so by, by just showing up, we're supporting each other in these, these unknown ways. And, and of course, um, these, this extra effort that these other individuals are putting forth are extra supportive in, in all those beautiful ways. So yeah, I just wanna thank those individual people and everyone <laughs> that we're all that we're all doing our parts by showing up for one another yeah so i i i want to piggyback on that and say when you do show up to sit at seven and seven 
um, or Saturday said, um, you're helping another person in their practice. It is a form of generosity and Donna to do that. And, um, it's really great to feel the energy of people sitting with you and supporting your practice in that way. So it is an act of generosity. Um, and it is a way to provide service on the path, you know, the path of Dharma. So I think at this moment, Casey's gonna talk a, a little bit about Sangha and gratitude. Yeah, yep. yeah, I'll talk a little bit. Um, I'm actually just gonna use this, this great quote um, from Thich Nhat Hanh on Sangha and just unpack it a little bit. And yeah, Thich Nhat Hanh says the essence of Sangha is awareness, understanding, acceptance, harmony, and love. When you do not see this in a community, it's not a true Sangha. And you should have the courage to say so. But when you find these elements are present, but when you find that these elements are present in a community, you know that you have the happiness and fortune of being in a real Sangha. So I just want to unpack those a little bit. I, I really loved kind of sitting with these elements and you know, obviously some comparing mind came up because Wendy and I talk about a lot, like, are we doing enough? You know, we could do more and uh, we want to be, you know, supportive enough. And um, and even now I'm thinking, just want to let you guys know, we do have some more classes coming up. <laughs> Wendy and I are, are going to lead a, an, an emptiness course, which we're really happy about. Um, that's going to go more into the subtle realms. Um, so we're really excited to, to announce that, but, um, but yeah, so just kind of looking at, at these, but then also taking the goodness away from them because I've seen so much fruit of the practice when I look at our Sangha and I look at these qualities, I'm starting with uh, awareness. And this kind of goes back to what we're saying about just being supports for one another. The awareness of the Dharma and of course, there's just, there's awareness, like awareing, being awake and aware, but that starts with the simple awareness of Dharma. And I was speaking to my friend who's been living in a spiritual community, you know, coming up on four years and they are thinking about leaving that community and just wanting to learn the Dharma in different ways. And, you know, he's saying, hey, you know, maybe I want to, yeah, I want to just go back into the quote unquote real world and, and learn in that way. And he's kind of asking like kind of my thoughts on it. And I thought, yeah, that's cool. Like maybe the way you want to learn is going to shift and change, but also be aware that, you know, he's minding him and he's coming from a place where he's so immersed in Dharma that it seems in inconceivable that he would ever be away from it. So I want to learn the Dharma in these other ways. But I've also seen within myself and other people that it's, it's, it's perishable. You know, this, 
even even just knowing that the dharma is 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 there it's perishable so when we when we move away from it we move we move our when we remove ourselves from certain environments we can forget about it it sounds crazy if you're really in it you could totally forget about it you know people that i've used to live with or being really connected to in the dharma have moved away from it to a point where it's literally not a part of their life non-existent so even holding each other just by being a part of, of this sangha even if we don't show up for weeks it's there it's present even if you read a part of the newsletter once a month or show up to one set a month um even that is incredible because it's still connecting us to something so having that awareness is, is so important especially if we get drawn away and we need something to bring us back we want to hold on to those little pieces and of course if we really get in the groove and we're really connected there's that support to go further and to go deeper um, within ourselves right but just that pure awareness it's so it's so important just to hold that container and now we have all these opportunities 7 a.m 7 p.m saturday sunday awesome we can and continue to keep um, connected. Uh, the, the second one is understanding. So awareness, understanding. And understanding, of course, is another way to say wisdom. And a lot of um, Buddhist texts, these are interchangeable. Right understanding, uh, right wisdom. And, you know, to see the fruition, I know myself, because of the Sangha, I've increased my understanding of the Dharma um, exponentially because of all of you. Uh, I've, I've had um, the fruition of the practice ripen because of the Sangha. And so hopefully you can see that within yourself because I could think of a million examples <laughs> of seeing wisdom arise uh, within the Sangha. And so and, and I know that this wisdom ripening were a small part of that, like, you know, this group and the things that we offer together as a group, because we're all on our own path and we're drawing from different resources and, you know, maybe different sanghas even and different groups and, and obviously going on retreat and doing the internal work. And so it's all part of it. Um, but yeah, having, having that connection and seeing this wisdom um, arise, this right understanding, really, really beautiful. The next, the next one's acceptance. And when I read this, the first thing I thought was, in Dharma, we're learning how to accept ourselves, you know, as we are. This is true acceptance: is to accept ourselves truly as we are. And one of the one of the things I love about our group which I find is obviously we could find in different groups, but it is fairly unique is that our group is a bunch of real people. And from day one, when we started and the people that came and continue to come, I just feel like we're really real. We're not trying to be anything that we're not. 
And I think that's so important so we could all accept each other how we are is that we just, we continue to let people know when we're not having, you know, the best time and that we, we're struggling, we have challenges and, and all of this. And, and I think that we all do such a good job of just being real with one another. So we could all feel like we're normal. <laughs> we have ups and downs and that we could support each other in that. I really, really love that uh, about our group. Um, and we have that ability, I think, because of that, I've really seen this to be able to hold ourselves, you know, in this way of self-acceptance and support, and support one another in doing that. And then harmony and, and love, you know, I feel like these two go together and we've seen so much love in our group, just helping each other out, coming together as friends, um, as spiritual friends, as um, just supportive friends when we're going through a hard time. I really feel obviously the love in this group when anyone's having a hard time to come together. So um, yeah. So that's what I have to say. I just wanted to highlight those qualities. Again, awareness, understanding, acceptance, harmony, and love. So I want to just speak briefly on um, Donna generosity. Um, from Ajahn Suchito, to undo the stress of our minds, we move towards a more selfless, less egocentric mode. And we move and turn the mind more towards empathy, kindness, compassion through service to others. And uh, the Buddha, his first teachings um, are on generosity and then morality. And, the way Buddhism is set up, uh, monasteries traditionally, it's all on donation. There are no charges. But we have capitalism and high rents and uh, bills and everything here. But as much as possible, we still strive to work on donation, um, on generosity. And it's a gift to serve the Dharma to make Dharma available to others. And um, whenever we do give with generosity for Dharma, we're helping others towards liberation, towards wisdom, freedom from suffering, um, freedom from pain. Uh, we're helping them along the path. And so it's particularly important and wonderful to be able to offer generosity, Donna, in many, many different ways. I mean, some of us offer money for rent and for the teachers. And when you're offering um, money, for example, traditionally what you're offering is not money, but you're offering liberation to the teacher so the teacher can go and sit retreats and take time out to practice, right? So it's a full circle. It's not just where helping you practice, but you are also helping us practice and stay connected to the Dharma. So there's a real giving and receiving. And um, 
Let's see if there's anything else. The other way that we're supporting with Donna is in wise speech, listening deeply, um, speaking with compassion, helping others to stay on the path, giving, giving um, praise and validation when it's warranted, um, giving our attention. And just um, turning the minds towards service. And my favorite line that I always say is, um, love makes the world go round. Well, love literally makes the world go round. Without it, we couldn't um, recover from all the difficulties that, that, that people just experience and go through. So, um, Yeah, bringing to our Sangha your energy, your time, your wisdom, your kindness, your attention, your care. I look back and look in gratitude for what we've created. Um, and I think Ali could, um, could speak to this. There's very few Sanghas, right, in LA that are like this one that have sustained, that people come together, support each other, sit together over the years, this is quite extraordinary in LA. So take a moment and reflect on that. What we've created um, isn't so easy to do and to sustain. And that really is from your generosity and from your energy and your commitment here in the Long Beach area. Now, of course, on Zoom. So take that moment, take it in, what we've created and held for each other over the years. And I do notice every time we sit together, there's so much gratitude and joy and aliveness and energy uh, that I can really feel from this group. So um, a few reflections. Um, to, to think about, and we may do some breakout rooms or just have dialogue, we'll figure this out in a moment. A question is, who in your life exemplifies generosity? Who in your life exemplifies generosity? Who comes to mind when you think about Donna and giving? And what have you received from those who are generous? What have you received that you value? And in terms of receiving gifts and receiving is so important, what are you grateful for that you've received? And take a moment just to think about that and see what comes to mind. And notice the felt sense in your body when you reflect on the generosity of others. It just came to mind uh, this morning as I was thinking about this talk, how when my father retired um, and, and I, I suppose he had some deeds to pay, you know, he lived a hard life. But one of the things he decided was um, he wanted 
to um, make sure that people who had cancer and no one to take them to chemotherapy would be alone. And he volunteered to drive people to and from chemotherapy that didn't have family. And he did that for years. And so many people do these things without award, without being recognized. They do it anyway. You know, even when it's difficult, they just do it from their heart. And this was his heart offering. It just came from I don't know where uh, that he did after in his retirement. So who comes to mind for you and what do they exemplify? What is this generosity, this dana? Really moves the world, small and big, small ways and big ways. So what have we received? And then in terms of, um, our generosity and our giving, sometimes what gets in the way is um, attachment and craving. You know, this is what we're kind of working through when we're offering, do, are we attached to the outcome? Or can we give things freely and openly without concern for the outcome from our heart, heart to heart, offering it without expecting or wanting a result and noticing the craving that comes up sometimes when we are giving and i know i certainly have felt that craving for um you know longer sits wanting sits wanting everybody to sit wanting everybody to want to sit you know when that craving comes up there's two kinds of suffering <laughs> you know so can we offer freely without attachment without craving and where is our edge you know what's our edge what's your edge sometimes generosity um, really has to happen with the one who's sitting in the chair you know, since we have to stop giving and be generous to ourselves, grateful for ourselves, generous to ourselves, um, give to ourselves. And Ajahn Suchito on, on Dana and generosity recommends a meditation that you do daily. Determine five minutes during which you apparently do nothing. Treat this as a gift and offering a free time during which you will not have to achieve anything or fix anything. And he says, sit comfortably in a way that is conducive to wakefulness and bring up the idea of having all the time in the world just to be here feeling relaxed. Relax the muscles in your face, shoulders, let your arms drop, um, Give your chest all the room it needs to let a breath come and go. And give it time, give your breath time. And remind yourself, yes, I can give this gift of nothing, doing nothing, demanding nothing for myself, not having to do anything, push anything, go anywhere. I'm giving myself this gift of generosity, a free time. So very often we need this generosity to replenish. It's not all giving, it's giving and receiving and finding the balance between the two. 
So, um, so yes, love makes the world go round and Donna generosity keeps a Sangha together. And in order to practice and stay on the path and deepen our practice, we need Sangha. We need Sangha, we need each other and we need community. And you can see the generosity uh, creates a field of love and safety. And one of the things that also reflecting on our group, this is a loving, safe group. It's been this way for years. There's so much safety, so much love, so much support, not a lot of judgmental, right? Not a lot of pushing, not a lot of judgment. So um, this is Donna too. So soak it in, take it in. I'll just say something re re really quick. Um, Wendy, when you pose those questions, you know, about who exemplifies gratitude, you know, my, my parents came to mind and and also Venable Tenzin Chogi came to mind, you know, my closest teacher. And um, just her example of, of generosity in the, and it's interesting to think, you know, she's a nun, she has nothing material to, to give. And I, yeah, I was just, I, it just really hit me of the generosity of, of listening and time. You know, she's always there to listen. And um, I don't know, I just want to say it real quick about this generosity, about just, we've mentioned a lot here, just showing up and being there for one another by showing up and by that generosity could be the so 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 simple and, and yet so beautiful to be there and and to listen uh, to and in, in a way we're all doing that for each other you know showing up and listening even if it's silent listening like we just show up and we sit together it's a form of of really listening in in a full body way and um, so yeah that just came to mind to me. So maybe just closing our eyes for a moment. Yeah, maybe I'll ring the bell and maybe we could all visualize on the sound of the bell. I'll ring it a few times and just on the wave of this sound, sending Meta to Eleanor and to Paula's family, just radiating out. in our collective hearts. May she be well, may she, may she be happy. May she be free from suffering. Just wishing all beings can connect with a beautiful Sangha. May all beings feel supported and loved in their practice, in their life. 
Om Mani Padme Om. Thank you all so very much. Thank you, thank you. You have just listened to a recording from Insight LA in Long Beach. For more information, please visit us at insightla.org.